Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. On today's news, SummerSlam's 2021 location has finally been revealed. The real reason why this SummerSlam is a Saturday pay-per-view. New details about Andrade's contract with AEW. Braun Strowman teases his future plans on Twitter. And The Miz shoots down the long-term injury layoff reports. Hello everybody, we're back. It is Solo Sunday. Once again, your boy is back from his little vacation time away just to just to have a minute, just to breathe in this world that we're living in right now. But you don't want to hear about that. What you want to hear about is all of the stuff that I need to speak about in terms of the wrestling world right now. And by howdy, we had a big old story that dropped, I think last night, I think technically it did drop. It was the location of SummerSlam. It's been a big thing over the last couple of weeks, couple of months really in the wrestling world. We've been wondering where this uh, this SummerSlam location was going to be, really. There were reports maybe it was going to be in Florida again. It was going to be in another state in America. It's landed, though. I can tell you right now, it has landed in Sin City itself, Las Vegas, Nevada. This was announced uh, during... Well, it was announced last night during the Belmont Stakes coverage on NBC. And they said that, obviously, it's going to be going down on a Saturday, which was the big old crazy thing that was being reported. It's been doing the rounds. It's going to be on August 21st, and it's going to be at the Allegiant Stadium. So that means that this is the first time ever that SummerSlam is going to be held in an NFL stadium. So that's, that's pretty big. I think the last time we had a Saturday pay-per-view like this, like a typical Big Four pay-per-view or like a proper WWE pay-per-view on a Saturday, was, I think, SummerSlam 1992, and that was in England. So, yeah. Great things happen at SummerSlam. We're going to have another big, like, main event like we had with the Bret Hart British Bulldog thing. I don't know. Don't get your helps up. But maybe. You never know. But obviously, like I just said, the big takeaway from all this was the fact that it was officially confirmed that this pay-per-view is going to be going down on a Saturday night. But not just any Saturday night. This Saturday itself on August 21st this year is going to have a boxing fight, big main event thing, going down in the very same city in Las Vegas. It's going to be Manny Pacquiao versus Errol Spence Jr. It's going to be a big old thing. But then a lot of people are wondering, why is WWE having this, this big pay-per-view on the same night as a massive boxing fight? Surely people are going to have to choose. Well, according to PW Insider, there's a method to this madness because WWE are well aware that this boxing thing is going down. Their plan is to have their show wrapped up and finished before the fight happens, the big old main event. So I think they're really trying to lean towards 
piggybacking the audience that's going to be coming and obviously wanting to watch that Pacquiao fight both in Las Vegas and the people at home. So people at home can just sit there, watch the whole SummerSlam thing unfold for like four hours or however long it is, and then go, oh, just I'll watch the Pacquiao fight now. So it's almost acting like a pre-show, which is... Quite a clever tactic, really. I mean, if people are already going to tune in to watch the, the boxing already, if you're not really a massive boxing fan, you're a casual fan, you probably prefer to just sit down and watch some wrestling crazy entertainment for a little bit and then just tune in for the main event at the end. So you could probably say this was smart strategy for a change. But SummerSlam is a little far away right now. It's like two months away, so we're not going to focus too much on that right now. What we are going to focus on is a little guy, well, not a little guy, a big guy, really. He, he popped up on AEW yesterday night. No, the night before. It was Friday night. My day's blur, guys. I can't help this. But he popped up on AEW. It was Andrade, and we now have a bit more information as to what his contract consists of in the land of All Elite Wrestling, and we also have a bit more information on when he first met Tony Khan, things like that. So, Wrestling Inc. have got this exclusive. They've uh, found all these little details, these lovely nuggets of info, and I'm just going to go into them now. So, Andrade and Tony Khan actually met in Florida back in March. So, that was when, I think it was a week after he'd been granted his release from WWE, so it was quick. He was quick about his job. He wanted to get out there and get back into the business. And obviously, no negotiations were able to happen so quickly because he didn't have a 90-day non-compete clause. Like, a lot of the people who've been released recently have got that, so they can't really start negotiating yet until they're free to do so. So he just didn't mess around because he didn't have that, so we just got straight into it. And Tony Khan was adamant about him coming in as soon as possible. And the reason that a deal wasn't actually immediately reached, though, straight away, they didn't just go, there's your money, come and join AEW, was because Andrade had a few demands. Obviously, understandably, with WWE, he's not really had a lot of creative control and going forward he wants that really he wants just a bit of ownership over his character and he wanted I believe he wanted veto power over losing matches specific matches that he didn't want to lose etc so it said that a compromise was eventually landed on for this so they probably came to some kind of agreement where they were like okay you can veto this many matches but maybe if you go over that you get a slap on the wrist I don't know I'm not too sure I don't really know the, the ins and outs properly of this contract Andrade also apparently wanted to work in other companies outside of WWE when he was in WWE, so it appears that he's, he's really pushed for that as well with this contract. And we know with AEW, they don't really have a massive problem with that as long as it benefits AEW going forward. And we've seen that he's already made an appearance with AAA. He's got that massive high-stakes battle against Kenny Omega coming up for the AAA Mega Championship, so that's obviously kind of leaning into this as well. So it seems like he got his wish on that one. And Impact Wrestling apparently were very interested about bringing in Andrade and they were willing to offer him all that creative control, like genuine full creative control over that character. But they wouldn't have been able to give him a full downside guarantee. It'd be like a pay-as-you-play kind of thing, like per appearance, all the rest of it. So they were very close on doing a one-off appearance, but it just didn't materialize in the end. And Ring of Honor were also said to be interested and uh, they wanted to obviously have uh, him work with his uh, Los Ignobles, I always say this wrong, so Igobinobles, Ig nah, I'm not going to try, his friend Rush, <laughs> in Ring of Honor, he's obviously the current Ring of Honor world champion, they, wanted, obviously, they were hoping that they'd like work together, um, so yeah, it's that, that, that didn't work out either, so Andrade is in all elite wrestling, he's got all the potential now to go and just batter everybody there, I think he's obviously working alongside Vicky Guerrero in that company, so all the best to him, he deserves all the luck and all the 
the goodwill in the world, man. He had, a, he had a rough couple of months, couple of years towards the end of his WWE career, so all the best to him. And speaking of people who recently left WWE, one of the big people, like massive headlines were made the other day when Braun Strowman was released from the company. It was huge. Nobody saw it coming. And he's kind of kept quite tight-lipped. I think a lot of other people have taken to Twitter and done Twitch streams and just been quite open about it. Not just starting shooting and being like, ah, oh, I hate WWE. They've not been like that. They've been quite respectful, but they've just, they've opened up about it. Whereas Braun's just put I think a picture on Instagram and then this tweet recently I think this was maybe yesterday uh, he put it, it was the lyrics really from the song Freebird he put if I leave here tomorrow would you still remember me for I must be traveling on now because there's too many places I've gotta see so take what you will from that I think maybe he's I don't know maybe he's leaning towards going to like, go into the acting world, maybe following that, maybe going back into the strongman stuff. He did that at one point, bodybuilding. He could, he could do whatever, man. I mean, he's, he's a massive guy. He's absolutely ripped. He's, I think he's lent towards the acting thing a little bit. Like, so a lot of industry analysts and professionals tend to think he's going down that route. Um, we've Obviously, it's been reported recently as well that Billy Corgan of the NWA, he's quite interested in bringing in Strowman. He's a bit of a throwback guy, so I could see why he'd want to do that. He's, he also questioned why WWE would release him in the first place. It does seem kind of mad. Booker T as well threw his like 50 pence into the, the whole argument. He said that he doesn't think he'd be a great fit for AEW. A lot of people just instantly, whenever somebody gets released from WWE, they go, oh, he's going to go to AEW. And he doesn't think that's probably going to work out because he says there's like two matches over there for him at AEW. Lance Archer, Brian Cage, Miro. I think that's three, but you know, people make mistakes. There's two or three guys that Braun Strowman can face and they put Mark Henry as well so that's four never mind Booker T you play by your own rules man but I don't know I think he could face other people imagine him against like Ray Phoenix on oh, oh, it'd just be amazing he could do that but I don't I, I sort of agree I don't think he'd have longevity in AEW I don't know what they'd, they've not got a lot of massive massive monsters like Braun Strowman I guess so It'd be interesting to see where he lands next. Obviously, he's got to serve that 90-day uh, non-compete clause thing that we just spoke about. So he's got a, a, a good couple of months to decide what he wants to do with his future. But he can do whatever. He's just he's he's a one-of-a-kind dude. But jumping over to a man who is very much a part of WWE's plans right now and for probably the next 10, 20 years, I cannot see this guy ever leaving this company because he's just Mr. WWE at this point. We're going to talk about The Miz. And he's uh, he's shot down reports of what people have been saying recently about his, his injury status because a lot of people suggested that he was going to be out now for nine months after he sustained an injury during his zombie lumberjack match at wrestlemania backlash still not getting any less stranger to say those words so he was speaking to alfred kanua of forbes magazine and website and all that good stuff he's talking about his injury and loads of other things but we're going to focus on the injury right now and he, he had this to say he said just look at all the news out there they must be right about my injury right they're reporting on it telling you exactly what's going on they must know they must be geniuses. I was looking on Twitter and then I was looking on news sites that were talking about my injury and I'm like, first off, how do they know? Because I've never said anything and they're saying things wrong, like all wrong. And it's annoying. I guess you can say because I heard I was out nine months, something like that. After this, he then went on to say, I don't expect to be out nine months. As a matter of fact, I was on Monday Night Raw last week and I plan on being on Monday Night Raw next week. Now, when will I have a real match? I don't know. That's for the doctors to decide and figure out. But I feel like a million books and the way my headspace is, I don't like to be gone for long. So if you love The Miz, if you're a Mizite, well, you're going to get a lot more of him. He's not going anywhere anytime soon. If you don't like The Miz, 
tough. <laughs> That's just the way it is. He's, I mean, I quite like that he is going to stick around because the Miz, he's just... He's not everyone's cup of tea. I understand this. Like, some people just get fed up with the shtick and all the hip stuff with him and John Morrison. A lot of people are hoping maybe this injury would mean that John Morrison gets a bit more of a singles focus going forward and he could finally get that little main event run and all that good stuff. That might happen. Still, that might not happen. But The Miz is... He's a commodity in a sense. He, he does the WWE style of promo and matches well. When he is in the matches, obviously, if he is injured right now, it's not going to be for some time. But he's got a use. He can put over people. He's, he's entertaining in his own little way. I quite like him. I like him even more after his WWE 24 special documentary thing recently. So I'm glad that he doesn't think he's going to be out for a long time because he's got... Yeah, I think he, he adds something to the mix. I don't think a lot of people can do any like good right now on Raw. It's it's very hard. It's very hard to shine when you're sat in the middle of a turd. So those have been your solo Sunday news stories from myself, Gareth Morgan from What Culture Wrestling. Thank you as always for clicking on this video. Don't forget to like it, share it, subscribe to all things What Culture Wrestling. Follow myself on Twitter at gmorgan04. Follow everybody here at What Culture Wrestling at What Culture WWE. Yes, I've got that right. It's been a while. Okay, I'm very rusty with this stuff. It's been like two weeks, but I. I get rusty very quick. But as always, the most important thing to take forward after watching this kind of stuff today is just to have the best week possible. We'll see you in seven days' time. We'll be back here again. We'll talk about more wrestling goodness. But in the meantime, just, just go watch wrestling, eat food, lie in your bed, do whatever you got to do, and I will see you in a week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 